Before we begin, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the class. I've personally taken a few of these classes, and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion, but wanting more. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. I'll see you there. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining me. This is Richard Listens, and this is the Richard Listens Show. I'm grateful for all the wonderful contributions and guests we've been having lately. Today, health, wellness, fitness, biohacking, and how to get yourself there. We have some special guests, some dear friends of mine. Uh, we also have the fabulous Kit Kate in studio. Her <laughs> California dream and journey continues. She'll be sharing with us products she's representing. And um, it's an exciting time for the Richard Listen Show. We'll be moving studios. So this is our farewell show to mm, UBN Gower. It's a little sad. It's been, it's been, I think. A good year. Well, with Caitlin, it's been, we've been together for a year. Yeah, uh, I can't believe show. it already. But I think this is like almost three. Wow. So it's been great to be a part of an evolution. Um, change is part of the process. I'm excited. I did like three drive-bys of the new studio. It is actually walking distance to my house. Awesome. So I love when the big city becomes small. Uh, that is truly exciting. And I want to thank our show producer, Albert Jasso, for making that happen. So without further ado, um, exciting things. I'm excited. This weekend is actually a tough mutter, which will lead into our uh, guest this weekend. So we're... Um, and why that's special is because three years ago, I set out from my desk county job with about 30 pounds extra and didn't think I'd ever do something where uh, I would throw myself under barbed wire <laughs> and mud on my face. So I'm excited today that today's guests, plural, um, kind of espouse about getting healthy and challenging yourself and tackling new heights in your life. And they're going to tell us a little bit how, what they figured out and how they help people to do that. So um, I'm also working with the Pan American Games. So if you or someone else out there are under 18 and would like to try out for next summer's Pan American Games, try something new, see the world, explore Mexico, um, contact me at Richard Listen's Instagram and uh, let's try something new together. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, uh, our two guests today, uh, one of whom was uh, one of our previous shows via Skype, we have from the Go Life, Mr. Adam 
Greenfeld. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Yes, <laughs> Greenfeld. <laughs> Greenfeld, please do not mispronounce. Uh, if not, he will politely correct you. Um, <laughs> but we got him via Skype, and we love when our – I mean, that's the, the beauty of today's world via technology and via Skype. Uh, Adam was out here for a festival, which he'll t- – was it Wellspring? Yeah, we were at Wellspring. At Wellspring. And so how beautiful and serendipitous that uh, we could squeeze him in and that he could squeeze time in uh, yeah. his schedule. Um, his partner, friend uh, in business, and um, our co-guest is Mr. Eric Hinman. He is a content creator, social media influencer, and his sponsors uh, include Vital Proteins, Revere, Optimum Nutrition, Waikia, Saucony, the Go Life, uh, Rise Bars, Yum Butter, and Snow Monkey. Those sound like some pretty cool like code names. Or so without further ado, Eric is going to tell us what he does besides lift really heavy tires, which you've seen in his Instagram. Uh, a warm welcome and a thank you for making this long journey, uh, Mr. Eric Hemmen. Yeah, thank Greenfield. you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. So who would like to begin? That Eric, guy. That guy right there. He's the interesting so you guys, But you guys team up together on the Go Life. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, so I I handled Go Life. I was uh, I co-founded it with another another guy, Alex Cesaria. Um, met Eric. He's been huge influence in every part of the business, uh, from the marketing side to uh, evangelizing the brand to fundraising. Like, um, but and and through kind of this process, and and he'll walk through it a little bit more. Like, what the life that he's created for himself and, and all the experience that have gone into it. But I'm just, I was just really lucky to like meet a guy like him and, um, and him really take well to the brand, um, and get behind it so much and, and really had a huge, huge part of, of our growth. But yeah. Yeah. And my appeal of the go life is I always challenge people to get into a flow state and the go life is a product that helps me get into a flow state, meaning I like to have a win early in the morning. I get, you know, a healthy breakfast in, an acai bowl, and then I go and get a workout in. The go life is some fuel for me to be able to really crush that workout that then puts me in a flow state for the rest of the day. Meaning, you know, I'm in the present, my mind is firing in all cylinders, I'm creative, I have a ton of positive energy, and, you know, those things combined have what have made uh, various successes for me in life. Yeah, and I, I read uh, that it says you've Retired at 34. Tired from a desk job. I certainly still, uh, you know, I do what I love every single day. That's what that means is um, that was the last time that I had to be in a certain place at a certain time. Um, You know, I maximize every second of every day now doing those things that I love. And I've been really fortunate to be able to create a revenue stream around that. So um, my day-to-day now is... A lot of exercise, as you can see by my Instagram, a lot of adventure. Um, and, you know, now I'm working with various brands basically as a consultant. I, I like to think that I'm more than an influencer. Um, so I'm introducing these brands to other influencers. I'm creating content for them. You know, I'm certainly promoting their products in an authentic way on my social media feeds. 
and, you know, again, just doing what I love every single day and saying no to those things that, that I don't want to do. Now, there's a long backstory that led me to that, you know, founding and co-founding various businesses that... That's a <laughs> that's a bold statement, retired at 34. Like Yeah, so the roadmap is uh, right out of college, my father gave me an incredible opportunity to sell property and casualty insurance to niche markets across New York State. So I graduated in 2002. I'm 38 now. And uh, the first six years of my career was spent driving 50,000 miles a year, insuring campgrounds, marinas, hotels, and motels all across New York State. And he taught me a really valuable lesson early on is uh, create residual income for yourself. So, you know, uh, as long as I continue to maintain those policyholders, I continue getting paid commission, and it's just building blocks on top of each other. And uh, in 2008... Did he take you on the road with him? Uh, he did to initially just to understand, but everything I've done has been learn as you go. And I think too many people, they, they, they don't know where to start. You know, they're too afraid to fail early on. And it's so important just to like immerse yourself in whatever it is that you want to do. Starting is the hardest part. Once you start, you learn as you go. And, you know, the more risks you take, the less, you know, scared you are about taking risks. So, um, I did that for seven years. I built up a book of business and then I got involved in software. Insurance no longer served me. It wasn't something I was super passionate about. I wanted to do something that I was more passionate about. So I teamed up with a friend and we were early in the mobile app revolution, creating apps for businesses and consumers. And that was my day to day from 2009 until 2014. Uh, when I sold my shares in the company and then just started reinvesting in various things. But uh, the insurance business, once I started delegating, that made me realize how you become a serial entrepreneur. You have to give up the reins. You have to start to recognize what only you can do and you can do best and then delegate those other things. So in 2009, I hired someone to manage the day-to-day -day of the business. And it was scary at first because I was the face of the company. I was dealing with the clients. I was glued to my BlackBerry at the time, um, you know, just doing everything. And once I started to delegate some of those responsibilities, it was my lesson that, wow, other people can do things and they can probably do them better than I can. And I started to realize that my value was you know, early on in a company, building the brand, building the business, um, getting the right people in place, building the team, building the team, and then, you know, moving on to the next project. So, so those are so, some like important subtle steps there and like going out on yeah. your own, right? Like, so you had a, you had to know that you weren't quite fulfilled mm -hmm. in your role or, or that your potential was, was bigger or that there was a curiosity about curiosity and it just I felt like I was going through the motions and that's not that's the scariest thing for me in life is going through the motions whenever I start to feel like I'm going through the motions and whatever I'm doing I know it's time to stop that chapter and start writing a new one that's I how love I that feeling. you said that I love that you said yeah. that yeah because I identify with that because yeah you don't want to get I feel like that's the hamster wheel of life sometimes people in our society get stuck because they're just it's easy to be yeah. stuck yep. right someone else's to-do list and they're just going through the motions and kind of living by societal norms instead of doing what makes them intrinsically happy every single day right so so, you know, I stopped writing that chapter, hired her to help manage the business for me, and then I got involved in software. And that was a huge passion for me until eventually, again, that no longer served my purpose. The company was going in a direction that I wasn't super passionate about, had a very amicable, amicable split, and uh, 
I moved on to my next project, which was co-founding a gym. Uh, started as a CrossFit gym. I was into along the way. I picked up Ironman triathlon. That's a small subtlety I should probably throw in there. Uh, started training twenty hours a week. Was the personal interest fueling the the business interest, or vice versa? It was. That's what led to my whole life of health and wellness, and then co-founding this gym, and then also co-founding several restaurants. Uh, they were essentially solving my own problem in Syracuse, New York, of creating these health and wellness brands and facilities that I wanted to be able to go to. And I knew that we were lacking them in, in upstate New York for other people. But, you know, ultimately, I think as an entrepreneur, the key is solve your own problem. And also with angel investing, like invest in companies where it's solving your problem. So at least you know that, you know, you as the dog wants the food. <laughs> um, so in 2013, I co-founded Urban Life Athletics, which started as a CrossFit gym because I was very much into CrossFit training at the time. And then I was uh, helped open up an indoor cycling studio under that same brand and then a hit studio, high intensity circuit training studio. So that was my day-to-day for about a year and a half, building that brand, getting the team in place, marketing, doing events, just getting the word out, yelling from the rooftops. And then in two thousand, late 2015, early 2016, I met uh, my business partner, Chris, and we started a restaurant called Original Grain, similar to Lemonade. It was actually heavily inspired by Lemonade here in California. I love so that place. A healthy, fast, casual restaurant in Syracuse with Cali vibes, hip-hop music playing, Bright and airy, again, solving my own problem and mm-hmm. just you know, wanting you that. after your workout. Exactly. <laughs> I literally lived there every single day for lunch. I went there, you know, I went to my gym. I <laughs> went to my lunch there. And um, so I created this great little world for myself in, in Syracuse. And, you know, the businesses have done well, but, you know, they were solving my own problem. And going back to the chapter segment, um, I, I now live in Denver. I moved there about a year ago. And it's the one reason, of the best places. I ever. love it there. It's such a high quality. If I wasn't of life. here, I'd be in Denver. Such a high quality yeah. of life. And it, again, it was because I felt like I was going through the motions in Syracuse. I wasn't growing individually. I, I had a great life there, but I just didn't really feel like I was growing anymore. And I needed to get out of my comfort zone and I needed to go somewhere else and just go somewhere where I can meet more people. It's a very small pond in, in Syracuse. Did and you I want, keep the businesses running? Or? Yeah, I still have the businesses, have operators for, for them. I still go back there, but Denver is now home base for me. And it's one of the best decisions I've made. It's just I'm writing an epic chapter right now in life and so happy and so grateful. Um, and this chapter has very much been the influencer marketing where – I'm just, you know, creating content, essentially broadcasting this little reality TV show every day. <laughs> now, are you the reason that Adam carries like logs up hills? And I am. The- I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about how you prioritize time in Denver. But yeah, you know, kudos to him. He's created this, and and he does. He he's so generous with introducing people that everyone wants to hang out with him because. Like he's just connecting people all day long and I'm meeting all of these like awesome pro climbers or um, other entrepreneurs just because, you know, he's taken it upon himself to kind of create like proactively. Like it's a very simple like life hack, right? Like every time you meet someone, like figure out like is there another person on in my Rolodex that I can introduce them to and like. Just basically based on this, like the first thing he thinks about, and I meet a lot of people because we've been hanging out a lot recently. The first thing he's like, is like, I have three people you should meet. And I'm like, of course people are going to want to hang out with him. 
And then it just grows and grows and grows and grows. And the amount of people that I've met through him, epic. Like, epic, epic, epic performers. Professional rock climbers. Professional, like, adventurists. Um, like, awesome venture-backed co-founding CEOs. Like, really great people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so much about who you know in life. And I enjoy meeting people. I love giving value. I love getting value. So... You know, every day I try to meet at least one to two new people, coffee meetings, lunch meetings. And, you know, that's, I think, just a skill I have as I enjoy connecting people. So that's, uh, you know, if you add value in this world, the world reciprocates and adds value back. It seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems. Some people go to the gym, others may run. But I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking in-jitsu classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home. These classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash Richard Listens. Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash Richard Listens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order. Yeah, that's one of the biggest struggles I had in being a county employee stamping you know, paperwork's because I have a, a, you know, a degree that merits the ability to um, be some sort of an official in the mental health system mm-hmm. um, was that it was not very life-giving mm-hmm. and, and there was no connection happening outside of that bubble. It was mm-hmm. kind of just energy being drained. Mm-hmm. And so the minute, the minute permission for someone gives to step out of that and to uh, allow themselves to be open to meeting others and connecting to others, it's 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 electric. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you advise people? I mean, it's like obviously when you're meeting rock climbers and CEOs, um, they kind of get what you're talking about. They probably naturally have that same uh, acumen of meeting people and talking to people and getting to people's. Uh, you know, Simon Sinek. I've been working on. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, first start your why and then find your why. I mean, they're really natural at getting to that from from everybody, getting mm-hmm. to their deeper truths and what motivates them. But how do you encourage someone who's never even thought about a triathlon or would never even begin to challenge themselves to like push themselves to peak performance? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you invite them into that space of possibility? Yeah, I mean, the first is mindfulness, just starting to realize what people, places, things, food give you positive energy and what people, places, things, food give you negative energy. And again, too many people are going through the motions and not really recognizing their energy levels based on what they're consuming, the people that are around, the environment they're around. Um, so that's the first step is like you have to start being mindful, make a list of like today was an epic day because I did this, this and this. And, you know, life 
to me now is about replicating perfect days instead of like thinking too far out. It's like figure out your perfect day first. Once you figure out your perfect day, figure out how to replicate it and then figure out how to monetize it. Like I think those three (laughs) steps are key to happiness in life. So that is the second is like figure out what your perfect day is based on those positive and negative energies. And then, you know, make sure that you're doing things you're passionate about. Like I became very passionate about Ironman because I wanted to seek my limits in endurance. Um, that might not be for everyone. It might be tennis. It might, you know, you have to figure out what that thing is that just like you, that's all you can think about. Like you want to go all in on that. That's what you want to do. And, you know, write that chapter and then move on to the next. So don't pick too many things. Like try to recognize that life is a long term thing. And you can write a lot of different chapters and like laser focus on one thing at a time and then move on to the next one once it no longer serves you. Those would be my three tips. Yeah. And, <laughs> and to add on to that, I, I think like it's it's all about your tribe, right? Like because I because I know you so well, I know like you're like you you would see a triathlon and all of a sudden you're able to like turn on whatever it is inside of you that's willing to go through like the intense pain and training for a really long time. But mm-hmm. I think that that's like kind of like a 1% asset that is it like nature or nurture? So like for people that don't have that, um, it's like all about tribe, right? So if like, Mm -hmm. if you can start like be bullish, if, if you don't have that inner like willingness to go through the, the crap to like get to a place you want to get to, if you surround yourself with people that are doing it, it just like rubs off on you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting point. That's actually, yeah, with working with athletes, that's a, you know, a tool in sports psychology to take people and watch like the next level above them. You know, you don't want to take people and watch like way above their level because they may not even understand the concepts they're watching or, mm-hmm. or they just feel like it's not, they're not motivated to try. But someone just above, mm-hmm. or when you, when you have a kid, you know, play up, you know, 14-year-old play with 16-year-old mm-hmm. or 18-year-old play with 20-year-old, mm-hmm. right? You get this sense of motivation that uh, I could fail, but I could try. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's interesting that you bring that up because, and I'm wondering, you know, my question for Eric is, you know, was it always natural? I mean, that's that's a very just innately see a challenge, attack the challenge, mm-hmm. or was there was there, you know, your version of, some challenge you couldn't tackle or, or you saw people not tackling in your own environment that motivated you like to become mm-hmm. an elite marathon or ultra marathon or triathlete. I feel like yeah, there's gotta be some motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where did you find that? Yeah. I mean, I've always been very competitive mainly with myself, just wanting to know what my limits are. Um, you know, wanting to gain knowledge. So, you know, I think that is the inner trait that has fueled a lot of this, but Ultimately, like anything, it takes practice. If you want to be a good public speaker, you're not just a good public speaker. You have to practice it a lot. Public speaking sucks for pretty much anyone when you start. But, you know, having done 20 public speeches, you become good at it. So the more I've practiced being uncomfortable, the better I've gotten about seeking discomfort and and doing things that most would deem, you know, way outside of their comfort zone. Um, and it can be little things like every day, take a three minute cold shower. That's teaching your mind to embrace discomfort. And, you know, then the next time someone, you know, you're faced with an obstacle, your mind is going to be used to discomfort and it's not going to be that much of an obstacle. So, 
you know, you just start small. You don't start with an Ironman. You start with little small steps, just practicing discomfort. And by continually practicing discomfort on a regular basis, then all of a sudden, like an Ironman seems achievable. Obviously, you have to train for a while for it. But, you know, that run each day, that bike each day, that swim each day, no longer is it a major obstacle. You're just, it's like writing an email because you're getting used to subjecting yourself to, to discomfort. Tell us about, you know, for the layman, right? You guys, you know, talk about biohacking, what you started, what got you curious, Adam, and why, what, you know, what's the craze about it right now? Everyone wants to know how to improve their physiology, their optimal performance. Yeah. And, what's and, it mean to you? Um, I think it's very, very valid, right? And, and if you look at it on a macro, on a macro level, um, we're moving away from this tech economy into what will be called an innovation economy, where everyone is not going to be judged based on what they know, but how quickly they can acquire knowledge. And that's just a fact. That's just what's going on. So very soon, our most important muscle in our body is going to be our brain. And the how well your brain functions and anything you can do to get that thing to function better, spiritual, chemical, whatever it is, like that is going to be your asset. So the, you're gonna, we're going to be need, needing to learn new skills very, very quickly aside from that. So... Um, I am totally and entirely obsessed with being superhuman. Um, I always have been. I've been a perfectionist. I hold myself to insanely high standards. Um, as much as I want to try to break that at 34 years old, it's just part of me. Um, and I'm always trying to get an edge, sometimes against me, sometimes against other people, but like I'm nauseatingly competitive. So... Um, I think this all kind of started and, and, you know, everyone knows that college kids take Adderall, right? And there's movies out there like Limitless where you're able to kind of paint a picture on how powerful the brain can be. And, um, and I think it's very possible. So with that, what's this whole biohacking thing about? I think you know, there's a, a bunch of guys led by Dave Asprey and Tim Ferriss and who um, took Silicon Valley's approach to the world and said, what is the fastest, quickest and most effective way that I can do everything? And part of that was how do I get my body to do exactly what I want it to do with m the minimal amount of effort? Um, and they started experimenting with some pretty wild stuff, like pretty cool stuff. And they netted it all down. I'm going to stay really far away from the science, number one, because I don't know it that well, and number two, because it's going to bore everybody. But it comes down to mitochondria health, right? That's a buzzword. Everyone's hearing it. And um, one thing that you can do... Which is cellular. Ce right. On a cellular level, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing that has been proven to vastly increase the functionality of your mitochondria inside your cells is... Extreme hot and cold exposure. It's also really great with inflammation, which is probably the main, you know, it's really good for inflammation all over your body. Um, and the, you know, one place in your body that gets inflamed very, very quickly is your brain. Um, so to circle back to this idea of cold showers, yes, it's improving willpower. Yes, it's one thing. But um, the physiological benefits of cold exposure and if anyone hasn't heard of um, Wim Hof, um, I think it's Iceman Hoff on Instagram. Um, Vice did an insane documentary on him a few years ago. It's, it's 
probably the best 20 minutes you can invest in in your biohacking. Um, you know, Wim took two um, very simple free techniques that can that scientifically prove to improve to increase brain functionality. One is the power of the breath, um, and he uses a version of you know ancient holotropic breathing where he floods his body with oxygen, um, totally alkalizing your entire body. He can take anyone through it. Um, I listen to a Wim Hof YouTube video every morning for 12 minutes, laying on my back, going through this ecstatic breathing um, that vastly increases my my day. And then you partner that with some cold exposure, which again is shocking the mitochondria, um, limiting inflammation in your body, um, and increasing increasing brain functionality for me. And it, and it works for me. Is this a theory behind cryogenics too and why that's becoming a craze? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Eric can go into his day-in, day-out um, relationship with hot and cold exposure because it's – the, what it's changed his in his game is incredible, um, and just how regimented he is with it. Take mm-hmm. take people through like what you do every day. Yeah, so I go to a facility called Denver Sports Recovery. Every single night that I'm in Denver, I do this, and I spend 50 minutes in the infrared sauna, so hot heat exposure, and then I spend 30 minutes doing contrasting baths. I'll do five minutes in a cold tub, five minutes in a hot tub, back and forth, three rounds, religiously. And I honestly think that that is probably even more important than exercise, at least for me at this point, is being on top of of my recovery game so that I can train high volume day in and day out. But also the mental benefits of it, just like what Adam was saying, that endorphin rush that you get post-exercise, you get that exact same endorphin rush when you're subjecting yourself to hot and cold. And I don't know the science behind it, but I know how amazing I feel after doing it, and that's why I do it religiously every single night. Yeah, you can't have any negative thoughts when your body is just trying to regulate itself. That's what I've noticed about the intense cold. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever you're holding on to goes away pretty quick. You're in the present. And that that is another thing that, you know, I try to do things that keep me in the present moment. Because, again, with all these disruptions that we have, with our phone notifications going off, it's so easy for your mind to be trained to not focus on anything. So doing things like this that keep you in the present moment, like sitting in a cold tub where you're just very focused and freezing or trail running or mountain biking. I love doing things that keep me in the present moment to retrain my brain to focus on things. And if people want like a cold, cold shower hack, like how to start so they can be incredibly daunting if anyone's thinking about starting it, um, the easiest way, the least painful way is basically turn your shower all the way to cold, right? Hand, like start with each arm and literally, if, if you can see me, like rub as, as the water starts going over each part of your body, rub it. So it's arm, arm, leg, leg, midsection, upper chest and shoulders. Do not let the cold water, at least at the beginning, go on your head. Um, at least the first two or three weeks, don't, don't put your head under cold water. And then turn around and do the same thing. And that is going to make it incredibly easy um, and much more tolerable if you're interested in starting cold cold showers. Um, start with 30 seconds, 45 seconds day two, a minute day three, um, and perfect case scenario, you work up to three minutes. 
It's so ironic and simplistic, right? We always tell people, right? That, right? You get hot headed on the field, right? Go take a cold shower. Right? <laughs> and I feel, yeah. and I feel like a little bit of a fraud. Like people should just walk in my office. I just hand them a card that says, "Breathe, go do some yoga, take a cold shower, and go for a run." <laughs> like you know, if you like talking to me, great. But in reality, um, like the word is out now about you know mindfulness, um, high intensity training. I guess to get your heart and mind focused mm -hmm. and in the optimal range and then doing things to take care of your body and recovery. Uh, who, who are maybe one of your mentors, Eric and, and Adam, who you, I know you mentioned a few, you were just talking about that you mm -hmm. go to, to kind of keep pushing yourself forward. Yeah. I mean, when I was training for triathlon, I consumed a lot of information from Dave Asprey, Bulletproof Coffee, Bulletproof Exec, Ben Greenfield, consumed a lot of his content. Um, now it's more just I self-experiment. I do different things and I see how it affects me. If it works for me, great. If it doesn't, I don't I do not do it. But you have to be willing to self-experiment because not everything that works for someone else is going to work for you. How about you, Adam? Um, it's all gonna, it all leads back to Tim Ferriss for me. Like that's really the guy who like I started listening to and, and kind of kept listening to because – he was so great at asking questions mm -hmm. um, and then opened the whole world up to this like, biohacking thing. And now some of the people that I really like, um, Kyle Kingsbury, who oversees the Human Optimization Hour podcast by Onnit, um, and Wim. Wim's really my guy. What a great name, Wim Hof. Huh? Wim Hof. <laughs> Wim Hof. <laughs> and he's such a character, um, very lovable, um, and his stuff just works. And he challenges science to prove him wrong. And uh, and they can't. It just works. Yeah. And to your point, I think uh, I was listening to one of Tim Ferriss's last guests, Mr. George Raveling, who at 80 years old was uh, talking about, they call, I think they call him the human Google. And he uh, has a, daily, a weekly habit of, of reading new books. And he said he doesn't, you know, people, and this guy is known for being part of the civil rights uh, movement, a famous basketball coach, I believe. And uh, he wants to be known only for the books he reads and the books he gives people. Mm. So the idea of constantly he wants to know what he needs to know to adapt to a changing world. Yeah. And I think that uh, you two gentlemen are on the, uh, the forefront of that as well, about bringing forward uh, people and topics um, that we all need to adapt to uh, be a little bit more present mm -hmm. to uh, being alive. Yeah, you know that's that's the real antidote. The real antidepressant is figuring out how to be more connected, um, more in touch with your passions. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm happy we have this show to bring this about. So we have a few minutes left. Why don't you two gentlemen share a little bit about uh, what you're working on, how people can reach you? Yep. Um, Caitlin maybe can tell us a little bit what she's working on. Um, Eric, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, best way to reach me, follow me on Instagram. It's my name, at Eric Hinman. Um, send me a DM. I respond to every message I get. I love meeting new people. So happy to add value. And please reach out to me if you have any questions about health and wellness or recovery. Amazing. Amazing. Or ice baths. Or ice baths. <laughs> uh, Adam Greenfeld. Um, you The best way, uh, at the go life on Instagram. Um we are spending all of our time. And thank you for my sample, by the way. My plan uh, I'm putting into effect. Good, yeah. Mutter. The more the more important <laughs> part is is to see how it actually works or not. Um, 
but yeah, we we're continuing to build the business and create new partnerships. Um, so check us out, and, and if you want to give it a try, feel free. We we'd love for you to try and get feedback. Um, and the best way to reach me, I mean, I have a personal Instagram. It's at Adam Greenfeld. It's not all that interesting, but uh, you can also email me. It's just Adam at thegolife.com. Is it true that you're the chat bot on your website? It's totally true. <laughs> See, the one, the one thing going through like a, a bunch of startups teaches you is like all of these startup gurus, their number one rule is to talk to your customers. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many people who are starting businesses don't interact with their end customer every day. Um, I think that 90% of the, the d- decisions that we make in regards to go life are in enti- are based on like conversations I'm having with customers, like hearing full things. So at this point, at this size, um, as long as I can continue personally manning the chatbot, I will. <laughs> I feel comforted in that. And, and please listeners test them out, you know, but uh, that'd be fun. You know? Um, yes. Tips from the best. So yeah, it is, it is a real uh, pleasure to have peak performers and people that are looking to push themselves. That is the um, modus operandi of this show is to have people share the things they've done for themselves and in turn share their gifts with all of you. We are open. If you have a gift talent, or passion to share, reach out to us. Uh, we are thankful for the uh, excitement and passion which you're all bringing to the show, to the Instagram. I thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Please, uh, if you can, check out my Patreon page.com, patreon.com slash Richard Listens, or Instagram, Richard Listens. Uh, you get the theme. We appreciate all your support and interest. We're now up on iTunes, Spotify. If you're interested in therapy, teletherapy, any kind of consultation, please don't hesitate to reach out to me um, through my website, richardlistens.com. I'm happy to help and support in any way through any kind of strain, support, or isolation you are going through. We are here to alleviate strain and suffering. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Richard Listens, and I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Lastly, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session. I've personally taken a few of these classes, and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Take care, everyone.